When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It goes without saying, you're listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I'm Sefi. And this is one of my favourite episodes, actually. It's been really fun. We've been talking about when we feel like the people around us are maybe being a little bit of a bad influence on us and you start picking up these mannerisms and habits and beliefs and morals that aren't necessarily true to you. And if there is a way to shake that off, how can we do that? Distance ourselves from the shit people and feel more confident in our own hopefully truest selves enjoy time okay perfect i really need a wee all right cool. cool oh sorry i almost did that as in like cool let's go and then just like waited it's like as if there was a show start no i kind of forgot yeah well the show i must forgot go we on. were the show god we were the show god worst realization ever. oh my god we're <laughs> under the spotlight i kind of settled into like, my oh seat oh god oh yeah i was just starting to look forward got the to popcorn this. out what an idiot how are you i'm good i'm good we just had like a little break in our day yeah. of recording had a in shower in that time pretty crazy move huh it's always a good thing to do it definitely was i feel reset i feel good mm, that's Got what i tea. need what did you do in the break um i just sat around waiting for you really but actually i wanted to ask mm. i'm gonna do a big call out now like i'm actually genuinely asking for you to come into my dms anyone who has the answer to this Ooh. because i was gonna say i'm feeling good but i'm on my period which mm. if i've spoken about this that much but I have found over the past maybe like six months to a year that my mental health has never been better. Mm. However, it's almost like just before my period, I reach a low that has never been lower before. Like I actually get so low, like it's such a steep drop into quite a dangerous place for a day or two or a week. And I've actually been all right this time. which I'm really happy yeah. about. But like when it's bad, it's really, really bad. And I was looking into it because also a lot of the kind of conversation around it is like, you know, if you're having this huge hormonal drop, it can really impact your mood and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Sometimes they offer you antidepressants, which I'm already on. So it's kind of like the, yeah. normally what they would offer you as the solution. It's like, oh, well, it's obviously not working. Yeah. Um, because I have found, hello, Ozzy. Oh, I keep saying Ozzy Dougal writes for the Daily Bugle. Come here. Wait, what? No, he doesn't want to. What is that? You know the Daily Bugle? Yeah, but what's the Ozzy <laughs> Dougal? That's just his name. Oh, that's quite cute. <laughs> I say Ozzy Dougal, Mr. Moogle writes <laughs> for the Daily Bugle. <laughs> no. Anyway, basically, I'm thinking, I've been looking into P, P, PMDD, premenstrual 
dysphoric disorder. Basically just like, I mean, medicine hates women. (laughs) But basically what they seem to know, what they do know is that obviously there are huge hormonal changes around somebody's period and it can really impact people's mental health and etc etc and for some people they like experience it in a really extreme way and like what can we do about it and blah blah and there are kind of like groups basically what i'm asking is if you know anything about it i would love to know basically Mm. if you're me from the future and you've cured it what did we do yeah kind of um if you know anything about it like i would love if you had some sort of medical background but if not if this is your personal life experience and you have it or you think you have it what helps you like a lot of the conversation is around like nutrition and stuff which is fine but like i just space i want like all the information yeah. i can get because it's i'm so basically i'm kind of querying sorry i really am using this as like my google i mean it can be <laughs> whatever we want it can be our but google. i need people i need the support i, th- I think it's interesting as a women's issue oh, let's don't say. even and, like, don't even you know, go there a hundred percent it's interesting but i would really love to know i've seen some people like cycling their antidepressants so like taking a certain dose and then like upping the dose before they come in their period yeah. and stuff like that i just am finding when it's bad which is seven out of eight times i don't know why i said that nine out of ten <laughs> times out let's of- say <laughs> Seven out of eight. Yeah. Yeah, seven out of eight. <laughs> not a thing. Love it. Nine out of ten times, it's it's really like, it's not a livable situation. It's yeah. not sustainable. Like, I, I I really need to sort it out. Um. So how have you done that? If you have done that, like, what helps? Like, what do you know? Do you know something that I don't know? Please, please, please tell me. Yeah. Come into my DMs. I want to be overwhelmed <laughs> with knowledge <laughs> and information. Absolutely. Um. If you'd be so kind as to share. But that's how I am at the moment. I'm actually fine. I've had a really nice day and a really nice time and i've had a really good um first couple of days in my period and like i was gonna say how far into you are you like second day this is my second day which by second day it's like oh we're out we're out we're in the clear yeah it's literally like the week before and like the like the days prior it can be so bad i also feel like which i've really realized sorry go on now no i was just gonna say i've really realized it now that my mental health is better and it's almost like with my medication that i'm on it does so much at like really balancing me out and like really making me a little bit more like emotionally robust in like handling life but it seems to i don't know if it's exacerbated the symptoms that i would have around my period or just like highlighted that yeah by contrast now it feels worse but the symptoms before my period are are absolutely outrageous like mental symptoms yeah i feel like periods like i've always had a pretty easy period like literally a two Mm. three day sort of thing and like i never really had period pains that much or like i would get a bit moody blah 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 but recently it my one recently was horrific like i feel like what's bad about it and it's not that i go into a depression like i don't think it's not i'm not Mm. saying it's the same thing at all but what i find so jarring about um periods or like the like pms sort of vibe Mm. is that it's like i personally i don't think anyone would expect me to i don't track my period like i'm not really a tracker <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't think yeah. I, i'm somebody that tracks things in no. my life i think i track your period yeah no i think you do 100 percent. Mm. i my period every time is a surprise every time i'm caught yeah. off guard i'm never expecting it so i then in recent like i reckon it's in the like last couple years where i've had like maybe like um a lower mood or i'm more anxious or something like that i literally feel like i'm like this is just um come out of nowhere this is just my life blah, blah, blah. and yeah. then my period comes and it's almost such a relief every time of like especially this time because i was convinced i was pregnant about a week ago mm-hmm. took a mm-hmm. lot of pregnancy tests 
all negative mm-hmm. although one was inconclusive and i was like mm, what the fuck um but it was fine um mm-hmm. but every single one is a relief because i'm like oh that is why you were feeling that shit like that mm-hmm. explains so much so i feel like one of the most like, almost gaslighting bits of periods is that you forget yeah. that it's like pms like pre it's no it's pre. real it's not like well, as soon as well, i'm the on expectation it, is you just get on uh, the expectation is you just get get on with it but it's like there's something yeah it's all it, oh it's just it's crazy I feel like the expectation crazy, crazy. is that on your period yeah you can have like your first day of it's heavy oh, okay take it easy you can make that. it cute but it's like no no it's not have a packet of not necessarily on my period like yeah then i need to lie in bed with a hot water mm. bottle blah 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 it or sometimes i can power through sometimes i absolutely can't but it's not so much the period that is so distress- distressing, yeah. I guess, to me. It's the <laughs> bit before when I'm not sure what's going mm. on. I'm just mental for three yeah. days. I'm just insane. A lot of people find, like, um, around the time that they're ovulating as well, they mm. can be a bit mentally... Just, the whole I just, thing. There's this whole thing about, like, cycle syncing as I've well. Seen Have this, you seen that? Yeah. Which I, I'm I'm very curious. Sorry, what's curious? Yeah. I'm very curious, curious about this whole thing. I just almost wish I was born like 50 years later so there was like a little bit, less bit of research of women. on it. <laughs> yeah, Literally, just I wish there was minutes, some more research. Please, someone with a doctor's Like, even brain. my poor therapist was like, I'm so sorry, like, I'm as annoyed as you are, sort of thing. Like, people just, you know, anyway. This is what I have. So that's my call. Yeah. That's my call, please. I think that's the whole thing about like women and medicine and the lack of research mm. and all of that stuff is so absolutely depressing. Like I have a smear next week and yeah. I find smears so smear campaign. fucking horrific because it's one of those things. And I think I'll probably feel it in birth and all of those times when mm. almost your body just gets kind of ripped open as like, because- uh, Book your smears by the way, guys. Book your smear if you're And make over, it as comfortable for you as possible. old, just whenever you mm. can book a smear. Like you should. But it is, I was just so shocked by like the lack of um, almost, like the nurses, everything's so amazing, but almost it's just the infuriating thing that if men were ex- expected to feel that pain, it would never happen. Mm. You'd be given a load of stuff. So I went in prepared and asked for like, the uh, basically top tip if you're really scared about your smear, like me, mm. ask for the smaller speculum. I was vaping CBD in the hospital toilets. Don't tell anyone, no. but take some CBD, whatever you need. Take some, t- you know, smoke some weed, whatever you need to yeah, do. Take something a little stronger take some if you need to. Yeah, take the edge off. I would also yep. say ask for the numbing gel. You can ask for things. In some hospitals, I have I heard say- of them giving gas and air for smears. And it's like, if you've got anything that causes is things to, to be you. more painful mm. to you, or if you just don't like the pain of having your vagina fucking rank um sort of yanked open which is very reasonable i would say ask for all the painkillers available because that's what i do i always as well not even for smiths just in general like if i ever feel like um like i remember we had this conversation and i remember it specifically because i remember i must have been about five years old and i remember my mum doing it for me for something and it's stuck in my mind since then is any time i'm doing anything where i feel like it might make a difference i always ask for uh, like woman doctor or nurse like i'll always specifically yeah. request and when i do my therapy like on the nhs i always say like i'm i want a woman i would rather wait six months longer yeah. and make sure i get like a woman um so just you know think about the things that are available to you definitely but book your smears note, guys like book your smears yeah you'll be all right they are absolutely fine they last a short amount of time ask for all the painkillers possible 
and just we're with you we're with you it's mm-hmm. not pleasant are, but we're we with are. you and you're going to be with mm-hmm. me next tuesday when it's happening yeah. to me see you next tuesday not nice um should we get in yeah let's do it so bit of an intriguing one hey yeah i'm intrigued it's something we speak about i'm intrigued too i'm always intrigued always. but we speak about this quite a bit mm. um do we is there any way you're well, want... on the podcast or in well, our lives I think indirectly on the podcast mm. and maybe a little bit more directly in our in our lives. Yeah. Something it's just a it's kind of a pressing matter that we need to It is a pressing um, matter. It's kind of alert alert like we just quickly needed to give a little bit of a PSA and make sure you're all happy with the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah. Just wanted to quickly check in on that. I almost feel like it borders on a kind of... It's kind of the sort of conversation they'd have on sort of Diary of a CEO of like, you okay. are the sum of all the, the people closest people to you. Closest to like, you, I can hear sure. the men's yeah. voices saying it. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't necessarily like, but I do think there is absolutely something in... Like, I don't think it's a pressuring thing of like, my friends are failures oh, and God. they don't have what I want, yeah, so I've got you to don't need to be out. surrounding yourself with them what is it like high value females and all this bollocks god the amount of times i am called a low value woman by like sort of the sort of men in my life that like love the andrew tate stuff i'm literally like i can't hear these words i cannot hear these words one more time um you know what on that note as well so i'll start us off something that kind of brought this to mind for me or something you know i haven't really formulated this idea but i'm just just let me run wild for a sec let me run right Mm. I was thinking, okay, you know, we've spoken a bit about like when you come away from meeting with someone and you feel shit or when you start hanging out with people and then after a while you start picking up their lingo or, you know, all of this just shit. The ways that we are just, you just catch we're sponges. It. And I think it's funny how easily we say like our children are sponges, like they just absorb so much. Yeah. And obviously like I do think that is like hyper true as a child. Yeah. But I still think it's kind of the case with adults. I think we're like not as um, individual and like unique and special and autonomous as we like to believe. However, then it was kind of just briefly ran through my mind this teeny thought that I thought was quite interesting, which is the idea that I was thinking about, you know, who I spend my time with and how they impact me and how it's influenced me. And then I was thinking about when we get lovely messages that are like, oh, I've really like been a lot more confident since i started yeah. listening to goes without saying or like oh i've started saying fucking the crux since yeah. i started listening to you guys whatever so sorry about that but no i'm not apologizing kind of with the Genius. introduction of social media it is interesting to think about now there's an added layer of not just the people that you're surrounded with in your very tangible physical like one-on-one or day-to-day like world like in your work or your school or your relationships your family etc but also what kind of content are you consuming and how is that infiltrating your brain and changing your behaviors maybe because I do think that isn't um rare at all I think it's actually extremely common that not just with the people that we're surrounded by but all the content that we watch it changes who we are in, I think, quite a major way. Mm. It changes the books that you read. It changes the jokes that you laugh at. It changes your opinions. It changes your behaviour. I think it is so um, formative. Definitely, especially with algorithms and things like and things like that now, where mm. you will just get refed the same message. So if you start going down one hole, you're going to be more and more like those people. But I always think of yeah. that in terms of 
I'm going to go right back to kind of mm. um, a couple on. of our ancestors almost. Like, I often think about this with the introduction of, like, <laughs> so lame, the printing press, for example. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the a revolution that was. <laughs> yeah. The beginning of, or maybe we don't have to go that far. We go Google, the internet. Like, okay. the introduction of, like, information being more, like, readily available to people mm. that if you are born in a time pre-internet or let's say pre-books then you really have to be the sum of the people around you because you literally don't have access to anyone outside of the people you know yes so that's the printing press then you get the internet <laughs> that covered covered that's, that's the history <laughs> early of the modern press. world covered it and how it transformed yeah. society but then if you go in a nutshell internet, it goes wider and wider and wider it doesn't have to be people that just have published books you can also get more access to potentially less educated people, people from mm-hmm. all different worlds. People like you know, Wing. Everywhere. People yeah. compose from everywhere. So mm. now we're in a place that's so highly saturated with that, that there are like little pockets of the internet that you can go into. I do mm. find it fascinating because we will be saying things that are, for example, we have a really high American audience, which I find so fascinating. Yeah. Hey guys. Hi, if you're from America. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, and we have a quite a high Australian audience, things like that. I just find that so interesting that yeah. there'll be people hey guys also. in their Australian high school. I don't know Lives. if you call it high school. Let's go American high school. You're in your American high school. I know mm. that they call it high school. You're in your sophomore year. <laughs> <laughs> it's your freshman year, and you're Dude, gonna be here. You're in yeah, your sophomore yeah. year. It's something mm-hmm. a Yale. Yeah, I don't know where you are. So dude, yeah. and you're yeah. saying things like assume the worst. It's like yeah. Cute. you have that's cute yeah. picked up well you'll be saying assume the worst in an american accent <laughs> oh it's so cute it's so cute, it's so cute. Um, and i just think that's so funny that and for example we were saying jokes that were on fucking h3 in the we other were, episode it's like, yeah those are a load of kind of men in a basement somewhere in america <laughs> recording <laughs> yeah. a thing and then there are two girls yeah. in england saying it like mm. i do find it fascinating because you are then a sum of your following people that you follow mm. and the people that you watch on youtube and the podcast you listen to you're some of all of these people yeah. and that's why it's really important to be quite i mean people say it all the time unfollow the people that you don't want to follow be choosy. i think you really mm. should because it's it is all going in all of it i saw an interesting article the other day actually that you just reminded me of kind of talking about globalization but mm. it was the, i think the headline was something like why do we all look the same or like yeah. why is everything the same now yeah and it's like you go into a coffee shop and there's like kind of this generic like relatively like kind of scandinavian industrial yeah. vision of Exposed what a coffee pipes, shop might look like exactly there. you go um i don't know like into a fucking hair salon and you ask one of the stylists what is the most common like cut and color she's done recently it's the thing yeah right so suddenly things start to look the same and that and there's i'm not critiquing that i don't think that's you know there's pros and cons but almost the idea that because we there's so many kind of ways that we could look at that like it's obviously a really complex issue or like topic but the idea that like you know i'm gonna open a coffee shop i look for inspiration in my real world i see one okay nice i might imitate that then suddenly obviously like with the printing press or pinterest (laughs) what's popular is much more accessible and we're not only inspired by one another but then like the resources that we need to recreate that in our own lives become more accessible so something that you would have only would have previously only existed in like some kind of maybe not one percent but like 
some certain nepo baby's house yeah. you now see on instagram and then it infiltrates two years later primark homeware totally. and it becomes much more exciting like there's this really um steady like trickling of all of the ways that we are like emulating one another which is yeah. quite cool in that we can be more than ever kind of inspired and by like each connected. other and it's kind of exactly really connected and Sophie and I briefly had this conversation the other day outside of the podcast where I was talking to my therapist and she was talking about jealousy and um comparison and stuff and I know Sophie and I've been like oh it's just the ugliest feeling like it's just such a horrific feeling and um in the session my therapist was talking about how um and I use this example with Sophie the other day like in a primal sense it's incredibly human to look down the street and see someone else has put a roof on their shack and you think oh shit well i should probably get a fucking roof on my shack too there is like an extent to which we can like really benefit obviously from like being inspired and lifting ideas and like ways of living from the people around us however Mm -hmm. pulling back to kind of the andrew tate conversation there is so little obstacle now in the way of interrupting the fall into the rabbit hole like it's a very steep and easy drop to make yeah um just getting fed every day it's no longer roofs on shacks it's um no women are um property and it's your job as a man no stop i'm not in the mood stop it so no that's not my echo chamber sorry lock the door honestly (laughs) shut the door get out of my shack i don't need that in my ears it's horrific but i do think as i get older i realize more and more how influenced i am by social media the media that i consume and i also think in a major sense the people that I surround myself with and I am very picky with like who I spend my time with because we put on the story Mm -hmm. asking how have you been influenced by your friends great question Mm. and there were so many interesting responses and it really I think just emphasizes how influence can be extremely positive or extremely negative or even just a complex mix of both um I, I haven't seen a single thing on the story yet so i kind of want to have a little look they're so good i just have to wait a second for my instagram to look because i've got that app one sec have you got it what's that no it's this app where like you can set it up for different apps mm. but i think the main one is for instagram where if you it's like a shortcut basically so if you open instagram it cuts over to the second app which is like one second it's like you're supposed to take a deep breath before you open oh, it and then it will say like yeah I'll, I'll send it to you or like you i almost need 10 minutes sec. and then in the time in those 10 minutes you decide yeah no, i don't need to go on that well then it says so it says like oh you've tried to open instagram seven times in the past 24 hours oh God, and then it says it. like i don't want to open instagram anymore or like i do want to open instagram sort of thing Th- that because i um, never have instagram downloaded on my phone anymore like mm, i re-download i re-downloaded it like to record this so i could see the answers yeah. like i it kind of refreshes your intention of like oh no i, I intentionally want to go on instagram yeah it's kind of what i was talking about in the episode i think that we just recorded where it's like instagram is no longer a place that's like oh I'm mm. on, in my evening i'm just like scrolling through it's like no no this is an intentional place that i am entering into now i'm engaging it's not with like something. oh i've got a couple minutes before I'm my bus gets here i'll scroll for a bit mm. it's like no 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 it's not that place it's mm. not um leisure time no. that go in it's not maximum relaxing mm-hmm. see things and leave 
there are some really like positive messages like someone said they've encouraged me to be more myself as the years have gone on i have one really good friend who highly influences my actual voice and accent ha 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 in the best way my best friends now are those who have modeled confidence and love so nice that's like you safi oh, you model you. confidence and love i think god thank you so like much. the real and good that's no, true the real and good friendships i've had have made me a better person and brought out the best in me so yeah. can i ask you a question of course is there a time when you've come away from not even like being with someone physically but you've been reflecting on a relationship or a friendship that you have and you've noticed an influence on you or like the introduction of some new behaviors or like patterns of thought that you weren't necessarily happy about one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I don't know when this, like... I, oh, I definitely wasn't happy about line? this and none of us were okay none of us were we were all collectively okay. sad about this um is this recent no this is in first year of uni okay. so i got to uni and i met some of my best friends ever that i lived with the whole mm. way through uni lived one mm-hmm. year with them with wing as well yeah and we got there none of us knew each other obviously we arrived and then by the time that we went back for what's the first christmas is that the first holiday you would have um you would have your reading week in October. So maybe we had a reading week where we went back home and we we spoke, we suddenly, I got a message on our group chat and one of them said, oh, my parents just said I started doing this weird thing with my mouth. And then <laughs> nice, I was like, yes. oh my God, you're joking. My mum said, I'm doing it too. And we all had developed a thing where we'd say something, then we'd go, mm, and we'd like pout. And we started calling it dinking. We're like, shit, we've started this thing where we're like dinking. We'd go in and it'd be like, you'd say something like, can I have a tea? Yeah, sure. Mm. And you do this little pout. Mm-hmm. A little kind of kissy. Yeah. But it wasn't in a cute kissing way. It was almost like in a a bit of like an awkward weird. I don't know. It wasn't cute. It wasn't, oh. it wasn't a good, cool thing to be doing. I remember you talking about it, but I always thought it was cute. No. It was like, and then it was a thing when we all tried to get out of it. Because the fact that we had all caught it in this, we don't know who started it. it. I don't know which one of them gave me the dink, but they, we all started yeah. dinking. And then when we went home, everyone was like, what are you doing? 
Like, it's not a collective joke that people be like, mm, peace, like, cute. It's like, no, mm. you look weird. You look like, to be honest, it's like, you're face. doing something weird with your face. Um, almost is it a bit rude? Yeah, it's almost a little bit like, mm. I, I don't even know what the intention was, but we were all... Can you do it now if I asked you? Would I do it? So, like, can I... Yeah, can I see it? So, like, if I said to you, um, oh, could you chuck me that T-shirt when you get here? Yeah, sure. It was just okay. weird. It's kind of a little shrug. A little like, shrug kiss. Mm. Okay. But yeah, it was I one of those like things it. that we came back and we were like, right, nobody do it again. Dink. Nobody dink. No one. And <laughs> yeah. even now, it's like if we start talking about dinking, we all start catching again. So it's like no one talk about dinking. No one do it. You're making it look quite good now. I'm not going to lie. You're, you're making the dinking. Yeah, you're pulling it off. Yeah, I like it. You're selling it but to me. It wasn't cool. It was actually quite. It was quite lame. Tragic. It was very actually uncool <laughs> because it wasn't okay. a thing that everyone was doing. It was just the three of us, and we don't know where we got it from. But now it's a thing that yeah. it's like if if I see one of them dinking, it's like get that away from me, get that put that thing back where it came from. Also help me, so help. Me. I cannot have a dink near me because I will start doing it. And that was okay. definitely a thing where I was like, where did we catch this from? And almost like the power of these girls that I've met that now the my face is doing something involuntary when I'm not around them. Yeah. I'm with my grandma at Christmas Day, going, mm, thanks, grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is happening right now? That's a fun one. Yeah, it's a fun That's one. That's harmless. But we were not happy with it. No, I mean, I get it. I get it. But like, you, it's kind of, you know, when you start saying something as a joke and then it ends up like in your real yeah, it's kind everyday of, vocab. Um, people that would, everyone started saying lol as a joke. And now mm. lol, I mean, people say it and it's kind of a joke, but I remember there being a bit of a transition phase with the word lol. Yeah. Where people were like, God, I'm saying lol seriously now. And now lol is just part of the discourse, just part of the language. Lol. lol oh my god lol oh god oh you just god. catch these things so right easily. it's kind of getting to me a little bit she's making me a bit like oh god yeah if i suddenly started being or like you know that all of these things can't rub off because i remember there report being a point when we would all do this awkward turtle awkward turtle. oh Sefie, i remember a point what? when we all did you that you brought out like the weirdest kind of like pocket of this conversation like you were, were focusing on the weird like awkward turtle like, i didn't think we were gonna yeah. be saying awkward turtle neither did i neither did i jesus it hurts my but that heart does show how impressionable we are mm. but mm. it kind of goes into that thing that you were saying about kind of globalization Trends. but with the mm. <laughs> awkward turtle goes into the conversation about global t- globalization <laughs> i think <laughs> in terms of <laughs> like printing press the idea of trends like and mm. how we all kind of are connected through these things like me mm. you listening now chances are i've never met you but we were both saying awkward turtle to our friends maybe yeah it's crazy well when we were saying awkward turtle we had never even met no but we Cute. both said it just two star cross awkward, awkward, awkward turtles awkward pineapple awkward palm tree Cute. <laughs> did you ever do that one? awkward palm tree no i don't think so awkward pineapple awkward palm tree <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Okay, there's a lot going on here. Mine have moves that go with them. I'm sure <laughs> they everyone do. Else's yeah, did as you're well. really pulling out the stops today. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you were dinking. You didn't like to dink. No. You stopped dinking. But that's kind what of what about silly anything? One. Is there something a bit more hard hitting that I could maybe rinse from you? You don't have. to. <sighs> you guys to, want to drag but... the depths out for me, right? Okay. I wouldn't mind it. <sighs> right. As much as we love dinking, like <laughs> as much as we like, love, we love what you just I... did. Absolutely love what you gave us, but is there anything else on offer? <laughs> what else is like on I'm the still menu hungry. today? Yeah, the chef's like special I loved was that really appetizer. Weird. Really weird. <laughs> yeah. 
um what was the question Let, let's let's go into someone i was gonna say like the question was like picking up like coming away from a friendship and being like oh i didn't like that so actually something i will should i pull up, pull up one of theirs yeah or you could answer that for yourself i like that as a question what so you take the lightness and the jokes and i come in bad cop and bring us to the pit yes please let's fulfill our roles <laughs> <laughs> joking, like not the roles so, at all so <laughs> um let's think i think sometimes and i think just the overall like the crux of the conversation really and not even just in my personal experience but just for all of us one could argue Mm. that really like any time that you come away from a relationship or like you reflect on a friendship that you have and you feel like when you're with them you're maybe acting out of alignment with yourself and like your beliefs and your values and almost like your morals Mm. like i think that is one of the most um that's kind of the ones yeah that's maybe the most urgent where i would be like quick like let's do kind of escape route i was gonna say would you invest that eject button how many relationships have you had where you've invested that much time into something that feels out of your morals like i wouldn't expect you uh yeah loads of course really out of your morals in what way i would say um i'm definitely okay so in my history yeah in my in my recent history like just in as a person i'm not someone who likes to rock the boat i like to be nice and easy breezy harmonic just keep things nice and simple i don't want confrontation i just want to be happy and just keep people happy and be nice it's reasonable the most yeah it's pretty reasonable i guess the most recent experience of like acting i guess out of my morals or just like feeling like I wasn't in alignment with the people I was surrounded by was university in the sense that as we've spoken about before like a real um like an introduction to people who were in really not just different situations to me but like different situations than like the vast majority of the human population on earth like their dad is in places I could never even dream of the CEOs CEO the CEO yeah. like just it's I, I it's unspeakable because I actually just I can't even fathom the wealth and like experience of that and I knew that bugged me deep down because I also was you know it's not just like oh I don't want to be friends with someone who's insanely rich that's not it it's more so like I don't want to be friends with someone who's insanely rich and an arsehole and ignorant completely ignorant completely like just like rude disrespectful like weird bitchy mean just like not very nice and i knew for a really long time that i felt really out of alignment with certain people and yet i kept myself in that situation and i almost felt like i was the person in the wrong in that situation like I am wrong because I can't relate and like I need to assimilate to this type of person which is really concerning actually but um, I don't blame but I you definitely, for that if you like I don't either not that I ever like acted immorally in the company of these people like I wasn't like robbing people's graves and like beating up homeless people but more yeah, so no, just I mean, like the idea that would be of what am I associating with I'm associating with people who are never going to understand me and the more I try and understand them the worse I feel about myself and actually I was thinking this just yesterday I was thinking how um kind of my perception of like 
privilege and like just kind of the nepo baby conversation um like i think back at uni i really would have done anything to just like almost have that and now as i get older and i almost Mm. i get off my own back i get more into the world of like privileged people and like sit next to people at a nice restaurant who are having a conversation about a certain something or like for example like the influencer industry just like hearing things and like coming a bit closer to a world that would have been completely out of reach before through nothing other than like my sheer will and determination and And like yourself a degree of privilege um i just think now i'm it makes me feel almost like um like it's worth it now to not be an asshole like all of the shit that you take by not having certain things as i get older i'm like you know what it's like so fucking hard and shit to live through like real shit struggles but at least i'm not a dick and it is worth it to not be a dick and like no matter what anyone else thinks I have to know deep down I'm actually not a dick and that does feel a bit better but I've spent my whole life assimilating like I've said before like I've changed my voice I change everything about myself constantly um but I definitely feel more secure in myself now than ever but I'm very aware that like the people that I surround myself with like my real life my real friends why I always say Sefi like you're very confident and like it really balms me like it helps me live more confidently and like more happy in myself which is the nicest thing that I think you, you just continually like, say about me which is unconsciously so nice. you just lead by example just the way that you live is very um free and like you're very liberated and god I love you, it there are certain things almost that you take for granted I think like you take it as a given it's kind of what we were saying earlier in previous episodes that's what shocks me because I think I I don't necessarily um even like I I do see that and I do think that about myself but I almost Mm. don't see it as like a notable noticeable thing I almost think it's it's not it's top of the list it's literally like most which is why it's so nice notable thing about because it's nice to realize that you do take a good thing for granted because it mm. almost means it's so i do feel Integral that so much are. like but yeah. i think i've only really started like noticing it since you've been pointing out all the time which is the nicest thing ever other so people do you. point it out surely thank you they do they, i know they do well, i've, I know I've they always do. been called confident that's but just, i do it every week you do, yeah you do it <laughs> on in the podcast almost you're forced to sort of give monologues <laughs> well, i have to acknowledge it, which it. Is so nice <laughs> elephant in the room i love it it's so nice no i've always been called confident or like um and that's not to say it's unjustly confident, by the way. I want to make that clear. I'm not saying she's very brave. Oh, God. Please. <laughs> you know I mean? Please. Don't say I'm brave. <laughs> Gryffindor through and through, I must mm-hmm. say. Um, but yeah, no, that's yeah, it's just really nice. So thank you. Yeah, it's true. Thank you. It's true. But I think sometimes, like, finding differences in other people have made me feel worse because I feel yeah. like oh well why am I different that must mean there's something wrong with me which sounds really kind of juvenile and like simple no but when but you're as I get older I realize it is same. it's back to the fucking human evolutionary Charles Darwin coming right out of my body even though I know nothing about yeah science. No, you need to survive but it's like yeah, yeah you want to yeah. be part of the pack you don't want to be Definitely. the one if everyone else well, is talking also, about daddy's yacht you might suddenly be like yeah yeah my daddy's yacht like, i mean i never said yeah yeah my daddy's yacht. yacht i would just sit there silently like glum and be like yeah. why am i so poor why can i not afford the rent when these girls are oh, talking you know about daddy's doesn't yacht. even matter doesn't even matter it's horrific anyway um what would you do like 
so someone said and actually quite a few people said something similar to this they said i noticed myself becoming more bitchy when surrounded by bitchy friends yeah which and also somebody else said and i just really liked this one i kind of wanted to give this one a little bit of space this person said i'm a 31 year old gal with no real friends because the old ones sucked the life out of me congratulations is what i'll say to you congratulations Congratulations. because i think um the worst thing you could do is be 30 what did you say 31 with a load of friends that suck the life out of you so congratulations for doing a really fucking i imagine hard thing and well exactly prioritizing yourself it kind of um preempts i guess the question i was going to ask you in relation to being surrounded by bitchy friends and feeling like you're becoming more bitchy and just kind of the negative influence that people can have on you what would your advice be to someone who feels like they're surrounded by people who aren't necessarily good for them or are bringing out something that they don't like in themselves well my advice is kind of that i well i'll just say that i really relate like i kind of have i definitely Mm. have been in that situation i remember at school there being a point where i like very consciously decided to kind of drop out of a group um and like pave my own way with a couple of my chosen friends who Mm. weren't necessarily in a group like i feel like at most kind of schools there's a lot of groups and there aren't really Mm you kind of stick in your group like maybe a few members change but in my school definitely our group stayed the same throughout the whole of Mm. school and that uh, but then it kind of merged with another group a bit later and i there were just some members that of members members of this new girl band that Mm. i just was finding so difficult and like it to be honest they were bullies in loads of ways they actually were bullies like and i definitely don't think they would view themselves in those terms Mm. because i don't think anyone views themselves in those terms um and i think they wouldn't even be able to recognize themselves in the story but i think so much of oh i don't know it there's it's so normalized to be so cruel as like a teenage girl Mm. it's horrific and i think i probably was like participating in a lot of that kind of cruelness up to, up into a certain age like between the girls like kind of oh it's it's kind of a bit of a dog eat dog thing for popularity it's horrific mm. but i definitely think when i got into sixth form i was like i actually don't want to be around these girls because i am definitely getting swept in it like not even in a way that did I'm- you kind of capitalize on the change of year like almost we're going into sixth form now fresh start sort of thing i think so i capitalized in the free periods i think just almost like i don't need to be here mm. i don't need to be in this school anymore like i can go home for lunch like i can go home for is that hour. what you used to do yeah I used to, just, I used to just go home as much as possible really or i would be mm. like smoking quite a lot by the bike sheds kind of crazy so some people would say i moved to the wrong group um, maybe yeah maybe, maybe i did but I know that I didn't because it was actually nice people. Like, that, I don't know. I just definitely feel like there are... I'm being really careful with what I say because it's like, these are people that yeah. know me sort of thing. But they're, they don't really know me anymore. But I definitely dropped out of a group because of that, the behaviour that I could see was becoming really normalised. And when I hear mm. things about this group now from some friends yeah. that still know them, I just think, God, they're still fucking going. They are still going. Oh, yeah. Like, it did. they didn't grow out of it or anything like that. Like, it wasn't, oh, they changed at uni, they changed their jobs, blah, blah, blah. No, they're still fucking going. And yeah. it's like, oh, my God. Like, this is what I mean by, in that episode, a few episodes ago, for me, an hour ago for us, but 
weeks ago for you where it's like i'm happy with my decisions my 18 17 year old self 16 maybe even even i knew that that behavior was wrong yeah and i thought fuck that i'll literally go and stand by the bar i would literally rather inhale um nicotine all day long than being in your presence and good Mm. decision for my mind but maybe not my body but you know i just think the advice is trust your gut exactly because i think sometimes it gets to a point where like the exchange like that you're making like almost like you're exchanging like in exchange for kind of basically getting the easy life of like having people to come around with you'll be at the party yeah just whatever like you don't have to have an argument like whatever having an argument that's the thing Oh God. All of well, it is- in exchange oh. for basically keeping things comfortable and normal and like just following the routine, you are living through a lot of shit that you don't want to do. Yeah. And it's when that exchange stops being worth it, you start like dealing with more shit than it's worth. I think you know after a while, like I think everyone surely has their limits. Definitely. And I just think, especially in those young ages, the, the amount of cruelty that mm. goes around like, I actually met one of my friends recently who I was friends with at school and I'm still friends with, been friends with her since I was like three, younger actually. And she Mm. was saying that she had a similar thing where she kind of dropped out of a group in sixth form because she heard someone be like, just basically shouting across the room, calling someone a loser that we knew from like primary school. And it's just things like that. It's like the amount of shit that you're expected just to kind of take. And it's like, I was probably in the room. I don't. I don't remember this. Like, mm. I didn't probably didn't say anything. Like, I remember this wasn't a big event that I remember, but my friend remembers yeah. it, and it obviously completely shocked her that people are still yeah. talking like that. And it's. I just think this shit continues, and that's why I think it's so amazing to be thirty-one and then just go, just be like, no, I'm not going to fucking do that. I would literally rather have yeah. no one than have you, and I just think that's mm. so strong because also like if you boil it down to the crux where you really if the one thing for sure in life is that you always have yourself you could either have a version of yourself that you believe in or a version of yourself that's been tainted and warped by a load of shit shit that doesn't align with you Mm. or you're just like i wouldn't i don't think anyone would oh i don't know it's kind of the thing of like how do you sleep at night like how do you go on with your life knowing that every day you're betraying yourself pretty quite extreme isn't it pretty extreme. and on that note <laughs> oh god yeah on that note <laughs> jesus sorry we'll see you next time if you, if don't, you don't hear, hear from, from us, us assume, assume the worst, worst. mom deserves better than a drugstore card This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com